Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, May 17, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? There's a lot of stuff on the docket as there always is. What we're going to do is review the daily chart. What's jumping off the page at us? Is it giving us any feedback in terms of speaking the language of the market? We'll drill down to some other charts. We'll make a full and complete assessment of the daily chart, where price is expected to go over the next several days. Where does that not become the case, meaning where does a failure exist? We'll look at both sides of the market, where the umpire calling balls and strikes. Before we get into the meat and potatoes, I must mention that today from an inside the numbers perspective and an inside the numbers live perspective was what we call a bonanza. We'll circle back to that later. What do we have on the daily chart? Well, we were looking for a low, 386 to 381 and a quarter was the spot. They did flip around, heading back in the other direction, and we've got targets on the upside. First, we said that they would get to at least 411, give or take. Now, whether they get there tomorrow or not is one thing, but they should get there. It's a gap. They should fill the gap. They should spike it through and into and above the 20-period moving average. Under normal garden variety market conditions, that will happen. However, keep in mind, we're in regular way options expiration week, which means they can and normally do whip the market around in both directions, not only from an intra-week perspective, but an intra-day perspective. We saw some of that as evidenced from today. What does a failure look like? Well, first off, getting below today's low is a problem for the bull case. But that's a long way off, so we really need another number closer to the closing price of today. Where does the market fail? What do we have to watch out for on Whipsaw Wednesday? Well, let's take a look at the number, but more importantly, let's take a look at where the number comes from. Having the number is one thing. Having an understanding of why that's the number and learning something is a whole other ballgame. Let's take a look at these two candles that we discussed yesterday. The high of this candle, 406.41. The high of this candle, 406.08. So we take the higher one and we say the market needed to clear above this candle that has a high of 406.41 in order to open the door for other stuff higher. We have intraday stuff that they went to today minus a couple of pennies. And then we have other stuff that they should get to over time could take a few days. Namely, filling the gap around 411, even a little higher. Looking at the hourly chart, here is your number. The high is 40608 in this candle. The high is 40641 in this candle. Same two candles from the daily chart broken down on the hourly chart. Once they cleared... 406.41 from an intraday perspective, they were free to go higher to the next spot. Now, that's not a new number. We saw that number on the board many, many times as the market was trying to get up and go. 
Today was the day they got up and went. By the way, here's an intermission for the lazy swing trader. This is for traders that don't want to sit around and watch the market during the trading day. They want what's called a set it and forget it scenario where we have trades with alerts that come out. We have price targets. We have stop loss numbers so we know where we're wrong on the trade. And this doesn't look like much on the daily chart, but let's go over the numbers. This was billed as an option trade. It was under the category of something for everybody. I was looking for a lower priced option with a potential for a double. I found it in Bank of America last week. We took the trade on Friday. The option was priced around 80 cents. First profit was taken today up about 60% at $1.25. The second target is at 100% profit. That was the design of the trade. It's working. It became a risk-free, emotionless trade. We're looking for a double. How you doing? Second trade last week, we bought Apple around 143, spiked through, and here we are approaching 150. Not at first target yet. Lazy swing trader. We were looking for a low. These were directional trades. It said it in the alert, meaning if a trader wanted to go out further in the risk spectrum, they could have bought just about anything. This is what I put up on the board, Bank of America, Apple, a couple of more things were on the board. Not easy to buy the market, looks like a falling knife, but remember, stocks, markets, commodities, whatever it is, they're headed for a destination. If you have the destination right, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to stop off for a cup of coffee, hang out, maybe continue on down lower, or they immediately bounce back up in the other direction. Back to the SPY. Now I want to bring something else out, which we're going to review in a moment. But let's work somewhat backwards. I just moved the top line to 408.65. You've seen that before in these videos a number of times if you paid attention. You're going to see it again today. This was today's target. They hit it in the aftermarket while coming up just a few pennies short during the trading day. The high here was 408.57, then the market closed at 4 o'clock, and between 4 o'clock and 4.15 in the futures market, they actually did the thing. So the 4 o'clock to 4.15 futures thieves did the deed up at 408.65. The numbers work. By the way, I never rounded out the discussion before about the potential failure so the market would be getting a failure. For example, tomorrow, if they start trading below 406.41, why is that? Because that is our last point of the market breaking out to go to the next spot. So it went to the next spot. I just showed you 408.65. That doesn't have to be the next spot in the northern direction, but if they decide to come back down, we wake up tomorrow and they're trading below 406.41. It's not that the market is failing. It's the beginning of a potential failure. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. Now, let's wrap up the daily chart. We talked about 411. It's actually a little bit higher, the official gap. We're using 411 for rounding purposes. Let's peel back the onion a little bit. 
You go back in time, wasn't this a really, really important spot? The low was 410.64. You'll remember we talked about it about 782 times. So when they finally closed below that, it opened the door for the rubber band really snapping. Okay, fair enough. They found a low where we suspected they might for at minimum of a bounce opportunity. That's what we're in now. We're in a bounce in a downtrend. Make no mistake about it. That doesn't mean the market can't bounce further. I expect it will. Remember, 410.64, really, really important spot. Market broke down when it got below that and closed below that. Okay, fair enough. Now, what are they doing? They're rallying back to run a test of the former breakdown area, 410.64 qualifies for one of those spots. So they get to it, they go fill the gap above 411, and can they keep going? The answer is, yes, they can. We don't know whether they will or they won't, but if they do, what's the next number? Where would they really, really be going if there was a real, real, we'll call it, bull push to the upside past 411. Then they would get to 416, 417, maybe even slightly higher. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Now, what do we have from an inside the numbers perspective? We're going to run through the commentary. I'm going to show you where the opportunities were. We're going to circle back to stocks on the move. And what I urge you to do as I run through the notes, I'm going to highlight a couple of important things. What I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, learn the stuff, go back to the chart to double check the work. If you're active during the trading day in the market, then this is something of value to you. It was turnaround Tuesday. It held true. There's a bunch of green on the screen. If you're watching the videos at night or a member of Lazy Swing Trader, no surprise. We were looking for this thing. We were positioned accordingly. Let's dive into the numbers. You'll remember from last week, if we get a squeeze operation, they would get to 408.65. So here we are at zero dark 30 in the morning, and it really was, and they hit it after the four o'clock close before the futures closed at 4.15. You have to say, funny how that works. Now here's another key thing. If they stay above 4.06.41, also from last week, the target becomes 4.08.65. So you already know that they started rallying at some point during the day, they started getting over 4.06.41, and then they went and got, or at least close enough, to 4.08.65. So just keep this in mind, put it on the sticky note, that essentially was a trade, and you'll see that repeated later in the notes. Above 408.65 is a real-time typing situation. They didn't get there, so I didn't have to type about it. Now, pay attention to this one. What about an early morning shakeout operation or failure? What does the south side look like? You have to know both sides of the tape coming in in uniform, ready to go. Below 406.41, we've got a potential vacuum down to a spike of 404. We'll call it 403.50 for argument's sake. Let's get our faculties. Right of the vertical is today's activity. 
403.50 is the number we just discussed from zero dark 30 on the other side, not the bull side, the shakeout side. They spiked it. They turned around. They ran a test. Later in the day, the low is exactly to the penny, 403.50, turned around and went back up in the other direction. Come on, man. That's just all kinds of good stuff. And to throw in 406.41 to show you what happens when they bust above it, they try and rally, they fail. That's another afternoon shakeout operation, courtesy of Jerome Powell's speech on who knows what he was talking about. The speech gave the market an opportunity to do what? Run a test of another important number. We're moving along. 915, let's see what we've got on the board. So now we know what's really going on. We're reading the tape. We got a pretty good idea what's going to happen today. At least I do. They're hanging around 406.41. Funny how that works. That's going to be our early pivot. The writing was on the wall. Above and the door is open for 408.65. We know that. But here's the thing. They most likely won't run right up to. Below 406.41, the door is open for a shakeout operation. Lots of space between current price and yesterday's close. 405 is important, but I wouldn't just buy it if they dropped. That was me. It's at least an out-of-the-gate comment anyway. Aggressive traders can take a crack at it if they're down there. Closing candles below is the bear case, which would be the risk. And we know the next number below, it was 403.50. Let's move along, see what else we got. Now pay attention to this one too. 921. So you might ask, how would you get in for a continuation rally if they were going to have one? Well, here's how. Candle closes above 406.41. It opens the door for a test of 408.65 at some point. We got to that at some point late in the day, but you don't know that at 9.21 in the morning. You never know the exact how they're going to do something, but you have a pretty good idea that they are going to do something. The trade down at 4.05, give or take, is the more aggressive trade because it's by the cliff of a failure. You just have to decide what kind of trader you are. Below 4.05, if they do it, the next thing down is 4.03.50. Now here's what it looked like. The middle line is 4.05. They gave the 405 people the trade anyway. They bounced to a high of 406.15. If you're buying 405, they gave you 10 S&P handles. That's a trade. That qualifies as the number worked. And then you start in with stocks on the move. We got a rocket ride in this one, that one, and the other thing. We're going to circle back to those later. Read the notes. Pause the video. Go back to the chart to double check the work. You got the whole thing. I gave you the entire schematic. You had the numbers on the board all day long. If they did this, they're going to go to this. If they hold above this, they're going to go to that. They did the whole thing. Nice day for Inside the Numbers Live. Nice day for Inside the Numbers. It was a nice day overall. Again, go back and read the notes. Double check the work. We had four stocks on the move this morning. We're going to take a look at Target, Dollar General, FLR, which is Floor, and Walmart. Walmart dripped lower most of the day, but it gave us the trade in the morning. The first number was off the board. It's a no trade. 
comes into the second, bounces around, gave about a base hit, come into the second number or the third number, went back above the second, they did the deal, and then they went lower. We don't care after that. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. About Dollar General, need I say more? It opened below the first number, so what happened? It's off the board. We only look to the second number when that happens, and what happened? They came into the second number, they spiked it by a little bit, and then they had the rocket ride back in the other direction. Look at the high here, 228.98. We're going to just call it five bucks for rounding purposes. Nice rocket ride. FLR, 2470 was the number, zero dark 30. The rocket ride stalled out at a high of 26.34. That's right, 26.34. Look at that rocket ride. They came into the number. Keep in mind, I've said this before. Stocks are headed for a destination. What was FLR doing? It was running to a destination. It found it, turned around, went back in the other direction. How you doing? About Target. Open below the first number. It's off the board. It doesn't exist. It's a no trade. We turn right to the second number at 210.21. What happened? Just a few minutes later, they're already at a high of 215.40. How you doing? How do you like them apples? Stocks on the move. Inside the numbers. Apples. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, it's all the same market. So a rising tide lifts all boats. IWM's up 3%, over 5 bucks. How you doing? Where's it going? We talked about it yesterday. 188 to 189 is the ultimate target before I think will be a more significant pullback. They should get there, but they have to get above that 20-period moving average. Might not be so easy, but I'm still targeting 188, 189, 190 in that ballpark. What about the folks down at the transportation department? We were working on the triple bottom scenario And guess what? We're getting one more bounce up toward the 20-period moving average. What are we looking at? We talked about it last night. The target, it's still above 15,000. When you look around the horn and you watch the last few videos, you have to say the market's pretty much doing what we thought it was going to do. Funny how that works. All the same market, the folks out in Silicon Valley, same routine. 318 would be the prize. I'm not sure they get there anytime soon. First, they have to worry about 309, 310, fill that gap, and then we'll discuss the next leg higher. No change. What about the financials? They're in a different position than the other markets. Put it on a sticky note. It's somewhat of a puzzle piece. Look where they are relative to the same two candles we discussed on the daily chart of the SPY. This one here and the one next to it. So the high here happens to be 34.48. Not saying they won't get there and above, just saying that this chart is in a different position. It's somewhat of a divergence. We need to understand that the financials are weaker than the rest of the market. A, it's one of the reasons I took the swing trade in the lazy swing trader product in the financials, expecting a pretty good snapback. But listen to this. The other side of that is the financials could be signaling that there's another leg lower coming after the relief rally, after the dead cap bounce. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. It's somewhat of a canary situation. 240 to 242 or so 
was a target. I'm not sure I told you that last night. I may or may not have, but either way, they're basically there today. So what's the next target? 246 and change, and then 250. We have to expect some back and forth behavior. We don't know exactly that will happen tomorrow or Thursday across all the markets, but remember, the options, expiration, weird stuff happens thing is still on the table. However, the price targets that we discussed on the north side still are on the table. We should get more of this dead cap bounce relief rally situation. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.